0: This is use the voice of rock. Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpey from Mr. Big. And you're listening to Music Mania. I want you to want me, the dream police. Your mama's alright, your daddy's alright, but just seem a little bit weak. For me, Brazil! Scream for me, Brazil! So let's rock and roll all night! Come on, the in the words of AC we roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you.
1: You are now listening to the Music Mania podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone the number one hard rock podcast in the midwest featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends and now here is your host clint Schweitzer. and welcome to a very special thanksgiving edition of the music media podcast certainly hope everyone had a great one enjoying time with your friends and loved ones that's what the holiday's all about but we keep rolling here on the podcast as the sun slowly begins to set on 2019, we are going to be up into the stratosphere in 2020, and things are not slowing down for us. In fact, things are only picking up. The guests, the interviews, the concerts, the shows, it's all going to be ramping up here as we head towards 2020. And a big guest today is we welcome back to the podcast Mr. Frank Hannon, the guitarist from Tesla, going to be joining us to talk about his latest single, Southside, which is sort of a throwback to his upbringing on the south side of Sacramento, California, kind of the uh, beginnings of Tesla, jamming with Brian Wheat, and kind of how it all started. Um, Frank, of course, has done a couple solo albums. He did uh, two separate um, solo albums that were covers albums uh, from one place to another, volume one and two. And now he follows it up with this single. And uh, I think he has a uh, live performance as well with uh, his solo project coming up January 24th um, at the Whiskey A Go-Go in Hollywood, California. So big things coming up for Frank Cannon. He's a great guest of ours. We've had Dave Root on the show a couple times from Tesla and uh, Frank Cannon joining us now for the second time. And so it's going to be great to, to catch up with him and talk about all things Tesla. Of course, they have announced uh, some tour dates themselves coming up, beginning in uh, February. They're going to be on the Monsters of Rock cruise, which is something I've always wanted to do. Haven't had a chance to do it yet. Um, what an incredible experience it is! Everyone that we talk to that's been on that—that's uh, you know either as a fan or any of the band members that have been on these Monsters of Rock cruises. Have nothing but the greatest things to say about the experience. It's it's got to be incredible. Going to definitely make that happen one of these days, and uh, they're going to be on the road then, starting again in uh, February fourteenth, and they have dates all the way up until April twenty fifth. Does that leave them some open spots, uh, open spaces during the uh, summertime? Maybe to be that fourth band on the Def Leppard, Poison, Motley Crue tour. I don't know. Maybe we'll ask Frank about that. I know that's the talk of the music world right now. We addressed that last week on the podcast because. In my opinion, even though I was at the last Motley Crue show in LA on New Year's Eve 2015, This still rings true to me. I still believe that they have every right to tear up that agreement, tear up that ridiculous contract that was never worth anything anyway, and to continue this because the new appetite, you know, the the dirt, the film on Netflix, it's reaching a whole new audience. And I think that's important when you look at age demographics and people that still want to see this band and and the idea of putting this out in stadiums. The market research has been done. Uh, The band's on board clearly. So I think that that's going to be tremendous. And there may be a fourth band added. A lot of rumors about a night ranger tesla's name's been thrown around so maybe we'll ask frank if he has any inside information for us about that but we know tesla always one of the most respected bands in rock and roll not never a course word ever said about tesla the way they do things the band members the way they conduct business uh their latest album shock was tremendous produced by phil colin from def leppard so they really are a band that um rarely does any wrong caught them last uh April in Kansas City at the Uptown Theater was a tremendous show there. They always bring it live, you know, whether they're opening for Def Leppard like they've done a couple times in the last four or five years or on their own headlining John's Tesla, Always one of the most respected bands in rock and roll, so excited to catch up with Frank Hannon um, coming up here after the break. But before we get to our interview, got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. You guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland, they buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Do not let the vibe of the old school record store go by the wayside. Give them a visit off Antioch Road in the Northland today. Tell them Music Mania sent you, and there will be a discount, or it's on us. Frank! Frank. Oh, Frank, it's great to have you back, man. I know you've been busy. I know you just got literally off the set doing uh, Eddie Trunk's volume show. Good friend of mine. I know that's going to be small potatoes compared to your reappearance here on the Music Media podcast, man. Happy Thanksgiving. How's everything going, man?
0: Everything is great, man. And you're not small potatoes, buddy. (laughs) I appreciate you having me. Um, Everything is fantastic. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me, man. I think I'm a rockaholic, workaholic. I don't know, but I'm always just freaking
1: doing a lot of stuff i don't know what's going on addicted to it hey there it's the day before thanksgiving man that so literally there's no rest for the wicked here and uh your new single Southside, which i'm a huge fan of frank because i'm a huge fan of of uh, of songs that kind of take you back take one back to a certain time and place and and that really draws inspiration from someone's upbringing and the place they're from no song really encapsulates that like your song Southside, which is kind of about your upbringing on the south side of Sacramento, man, just kind of take us through this song, kind of how you uh, kind of were inspired by this, your upbringing, and, and take us kind of back to to your upbringing there and, and kind of full circle to how this song came about, ma'am.
0: Well, thanks for saying that. You know, our song, it was kind of uh, one of these songs that just fell together. Uh, last year when I was on the road with Tesla, um, I got news that one of my friends had passed away and, he was my oldest friend from, like, sixth grade, and his name was Bobby Reed. And Bobby taught me some guitar licks uh, when I first started getting into guitar. And he was also kind of like, I don't know, he was like my protector, man. He was like this really tough little black kid, man, who could, you know, pretty much kick everybody's ass in the neighborhood. <laughs> it was a tough neighborhood. And, uh, and it was a... It, It still is a tough neighborhood. I went and visited it recently and uh, made a little Southside documentary video that I put together. Um, But when he passed away, man, it really kind of hurt my heart a little bit. And I just started writing some words down about how we used to hang out in the park and drink beers and stuff as, you know, kids. I mean, we're talking about like 1977, 1978. When I first started really getting into playing guitar as an uh, 11, 12-year-old kid, long before Tesla, long before City Kid or any of the bands that that we did that started uh, really going somewhere, this is like total garage band stuff, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's great stuff. And it's I love the documentary. I just got done watching it but right before the call and seeing uh, seeing how you go back to some of the places that uh, that it all started and uh, maybe one of the houses where you guys were there jamming, you said in front of 200 crazy kids back in the day loading kegs in. I mean, that's just really what music's all about, isn't it? To, to kind of harken you back to when it was all innocent and it was all pure and it was something that was just coming from inside you. I mean, that's what really this is about, isn't it? It's just sort of those kind of vibes, isn't it?
0: Well, I've been feeling real nostalgic lately for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's just the, the age that I'm getting to now and uh, my friend passing away. But uh, I, I wanted to write a song about the old neighborhood and, and the kids I grew up with. And uh, I had another verse that... I had a bunch of verses, actually, that I was writing. Just I wrote the words before I wrote the music. Uh, the music came about uh with me backstage at at one of the tesla shows i was just playing my guitar and i was feeling inspired to rock out and that they rock and roll guitar riff i recorded it on my iphone in the voice memos there and uh, i went back and i was just listening to my voice memos and i heard that guitar riff i'm like oh that's pretty catchy you know I, i bet you i can do something with that and then i started looking through my lyrics that i was writing and the light bulb came on to put those two together because I thought they fit together pretty well. But getting back to the lyrics, I had verses about you know this girl that I knew on Lemon Hill Road, and and then I had another verse about a kid that used to steal cars that I used to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I, I decided, you know what? I'm not sure if I want to sing about that. <laughs> and then out of the out of the blue my good friend John Barry that I haven't talked to in over you know almost 40 years, my drummer, my very first drummer, contacted me on Facebook with some pictures from our gig on Halloween night 1979, 40 wow. years ago. And he's the kid that I'm singing about in the second verse of Southside, Johnny and me jamming in the garage. We played our first gig at the local Moose Lodge. And it was so great to reconnect with my friend Johnny, man. It's it, that's what the song is about. It's a real heartfelt, real. The lyrics are one hundred percent real.
1: Well, it's great stuff, and that's available um, digitally um, anywhere you can find, uh, you know, Spotify and then Apple Music and all that. And it's it's great stuff. And urge people to check out the uh, the documentary too on your uh, YouTube channel, Frank Hannon, um i know i know we don't have long frank so i gotta ask you man you have thrown your ring your hat into the ring of the podcast world welcome aboard man it is great stuff it's called the far out podcast uh, i just subscribed the other day and i loved your interview with jesse james dupree you've got one uh with uh, tommy mcclendon and uh this is just great stuff it's called the far out podcast how did this kind of come to be and what can kind of fans expect going forward man it seems like you could cover a lot of ground with this thing
0: well, thanks a lot, bro. I appreciate the kudos on that. It's a definitely a a, a new, uncharted territory uh, for me to be the interviewer and not the guy, you know, being interviewed. I, hats off to you, man, because it's uh, it's a whole different mindset when you're on the other side of the microphone. Yeah, you know, you've been doing it for a lot longer than I have. Um, the idea came to me uh, from a friend of mine who who loves podcasts and he was sharing some podcasts with me and I started listening to the David Lee Ross podcast, the Ross show.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and Joe Rogan experience and your podcast and Mitch Lafon and Ron Keel. And I was like, you know what? I bet you, I bet you that would be fun. Uh, cause I, I, I do like a talk on the radio. I, I I love to visit radio stations, and whenever like our customer's manager would ask for volunteers, who wants to go to radio stations today and be on the air? My hand would be the first one out of the band to raise. Like I'd raise my hand because I love going on the radio stations. It's fun, and so I've had a few radio stations kind of give me kudos, going, "Hey, man, you're pretty good at talking on the on the air," and so. That kind of gave me the idea, you know, maybe I can pull this off because I do like talking on the on the radio, and so uh, we're having fun. I've been creative with it. My newest episode uh, with Greg Golden, I did some uh, some uh, funny echo effects and stuff on my brain. yeah.
1: So it's kind of it's fun. It's 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 great stuff, man. And uh, welcome aboard. And I can't wait to hear more. Um, before we let you go, we'd re- be remiss without talking just a little bit of Tesla. Of course, the album Shock's been out since March, produced by our good friend Phil Collin from Def Leppard. You guys w- went out with them a couple different times, man. And now you got some tour dates coming up here. Uh, you're gonna be on the Monsters of Rock cruise in February, always a great time. And then on into the spring, you got some dates. What else can we expect from Tesla coming up here in 2020? Um, I mean, obviously, Motley and, and Poison and Def Leppard, gonna, they're going to need a fourth band, and I, I just don't know who would be better than, than you guys. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there.
0: Well, I agree with you, man. I would love to be uh, on that bill with uh, Def Leppard and Motley Crue and Poison. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. I did hear some rumors that we're going to be out with Alice Cooper. Oh! Uh, and... Yeah, so I would actually probably venture to say that that would be as fun too. Uh, So, um, I heard uh, possibly with Lita Ford, Uh, I've heard a lot of rumors on the radar. Now, Tesla was actually scheduled to take a little bit more time off uh, this year, but like I said, I keep hearing some rumors uh, on the radar screen. I'm I'm on the uh, group chat there, uh, texting and the group emails, and I I'm just laying back and letting the management... Throw some things at us and uh, seeing what's popping up. I, I really don't know for sure, but I've heard
1: some rumors. Oh, great stuff. Can't wait to catch you guys out whenever it happens, because uh, there's no more respected band in rock, and I mean that. I Everywhere I go, I've never heard a coarse word about Tesla or one of the members. I think that's the only band that I've ever covered that's, that that's the case. So congratulations, man, on, on the new podcast, The Far Out, the new single, Southside. It's all good, man. Always great to have you on, and happy Thanksgiving to you guys, and we'll definitely catch up again down the road, my man.
0: Thanks for having me, and uh, I, I, I really appreciate what you're saying about Tesla. I feel very proud to be in a band with such a long history of, of songs, and the Monsters of Rock Cruise is going to be killer this year in February, and uh, I will be bringing on my double IPA heavy metal hippie brew <laughs> onto the ship. So if anybody's listening, join me for the uh, heavy metal hippie party, we're going to drink some beer.
1: Dude, I'm there, man. Thanks so much. Have a great one, and we'll catch you up soon, my man. All right, Cliff. Thanks, buddy. And there you have it. A big thanks to Frank Hannon for joining us once again and coming on the show to talk about uh, his latest single, which is called "Southside," and uh, kind of the upbringing he had and, and sort of how that helped formulate... Uh, his musical landscape. So Frank Hannon, just one of those, the great guitarists, the great musicians uh, in rock and roll. And um, the things he's done with Tesla are obviously legendary and iconic. Tesla is just one of those bands, one of the most respected bands in, in rock. And who knows, maybe we'll see him um, upcoming here on this uh, Def Leppard Motley Crue Poison Tour. Um, you never can rule that out, right? So excellent stuff from him. It's always great to have him on. It's uh, the second time we've had him on. We've had Dave Rude, like I said, a couple times on this show. So uh, great to be doing this, of course, uh, right in the middle of the holiday season. And we have a lot more coming up for you uh, as, as we go along here as the sun slowly fades here on 2020. But things just picking up for us is uh I'm going to just tell you this: there's going to be a lot of shows announced here in, in the next um, month that are going to blow your mind and you're going to be looking to mark that concert calendar for spring and summer because it'll be here before you know it and that's what it's all about once you get to those spring and summer months the outdoors the live events the hanging out with your friends the the bonfires the trips to the lake that's what it's all about we're always gearing up towards that but in the meantime we keep it real right here on the music mania podcast because you already know the music you already know the stories so on this show we tell you you already know Of course, you already know the songs. On this show, we tell you the stories, and we will continue to do that right here on Muse McNeil Podcast.